Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour Extra Bits, our little gift for you podcast subscribers, with me, Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell, and Emma Sexton. This week, we're talking to Natasha Stromberg, the creator of Gender Buzz, about why we all need to get better at promoting and buying from female-owned businesses. There is a massive difference in the numbers of female and male entrepreneurs and in the amount of funding they get. Uh, Women-led businesses tend to stay quite small. They don't get the same funding. They don't get the same push. Uh, but we've got one woman in the studio today who is challenging that. Natasha Stromberg is the founder of Gender Buzz, which is promoting female-led businesses. Natasha, why do we need to have a particular platform that does this? Shouldn't it just be happening anyway? Yeah, absolutely. It should be. Um, I mean, the, our platform is for it's an, a gender equal platform. You have to be 50 percent led and 50 percent owned by a woman. So it's to encourage female wealth and leadership. So right. so there's that. Um but women don't, you're right, women don't get the financial support that they need. Actually, the latest figures for female entrepreneurship, uh, VC funding, venture capital funding, is 14% of all venture capital funding globally goes to women. So 80, 86% of venture capital funding for people to grow their businesses goes to male-led businesses. So women do, you know, there are many, millions of women, 175 million female-led businesses globally but that you're right they tend to say stay small and I'm there to help women who want to scale up their businesses and have sort of bigger ambitions and be a voice for those women. Why did you start it? What was the impetus for you? Well I, I was working in the city I had quite a long career in the city sort of 20 year career and I felt that I was getting into my early 40s and I really wanted to do something that I felt was more meaningful to me. Um, and I'd always been interested in female empowerment. I've always identified as a feminist. And I started a coaching company initially to coach women with confidence, etc. Confidence coaching. And it kind of morphed into a website with articles about um gender equality etc etc and then then I added a directory onto it and then it really took off it was the directory as as a place for female businesses to group that became very popular so I thought "Mm, I'm onto something here and and it sort of grew from there really Natasha just going back to you know we talk about those stats around um the lack of investment in companies yeah um but what do what are you seeing are the things that are stopping women from growing their businesses and scaling them in the same way that perhaps men are other than the funding are there any other nuances that you're seeing are are challenges for women with businesses 
I mean, we're seeing more and more bold female entrepreneurs like myself. I mean, just from personal experience, I've applied for funding four times uh, to venture capitalist seed uh, companies. I've never got further than uh, uh, sort of a letter. So it's really, really hard. And I've got a platform, a very scalable platform, actually. Um, so money is an issue. You know, when you're starting a business, you do need capital to, for marketing, for investment. So, you know, I think number one, all, all the female entrepreneurs I speak to is that cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, people say women aren't confident in business. Most of them are. You know, I meet superbly talented women every day. Um, and, you know, I think those those barriers are being pushed down if we stick together. I think we do need to have that sort of sense of solidarity that we've got great ideas. Um, but but sometimes I do I do have the impression, I mean, this is what people have told me from my own business, that women's businesses sometimes are seen as more of a hobby than a, a serious. Yeah. I'm not side hustling. This is my main thing. Um, I need to earn money as much as the next person. I'm serious about it. I've invested a lot of my own money into it. Um, And I think those those challenges and biases are still there. I mean, I've been told that if I were to get capital, I'd need to bring a CEO in, you know, above me. Well, why? I've got you know, I've run very, you know, large businesses in my city career. I'm very financially savvy. Why would I need someone to run it? Have they given you reasons behind the CEO? And are they pushing for a male CEO, do you think? No one's ever said that directly. I don't think they ever would. But, um, you know, the reasons were that I didn't have enough experience as a CEO. But as I often said, well, did anyone say that to Mark Zuckerberg when he was 24? (laughs) Sorry, we're bringing in another CEO. You're only 24. We don't think you've got enough experience. Clearly he didn't, but they believed in him. And I think there's that that belief that men are have that leadership quality and women don't. And, you know, I just don't agree with that. We've seen some really big female leaders come through. Why are we still talking about this now? Yeah, I mean, we we don't see that. I think sometimes my dad says this all the time. Well, there's lots of women leading companies. I say, well, probably because they're very visible to you because you notice. But actually, only 6% of CEOs of FTSE 100 companies are women. So again, 94% men, 6% women. So we do see women coming through. But I think we hear about those women a lot. We don't hear about the 94% male CEOs. We only hear about woohoo, the 6%, you know, male, female CEOs. So we should still be talking about it. We do need to talk about it. I believe in female leadership. I think it's brilliant for business. I think we've got a lot to add. Were you ever tempted to just kind of go covert with it? So not call it gender buzz, call it something else, put a man at the front and still do exactly the same thing that you're doing now, but just not do it so explicitly. Because that is one other way that I've definitely seen people build businesses that are are for women or there are lots of new businesses that are coming through that are focused on um, um, ethnic minority groups and actually someone else is fronting it and it's not, it's not targeted in the name and that's one way that people bypass all of the sudden questions that appear so if your pitch deck lands on an investor desk uh, desk and it says gender buzz they're already thinking it's lots of things that it might not actually be so there's a lot of bias wrapped up in that were you ever tempted to just remove it all and in a word no not really I think businesses that are are honest about what they're trying to do and authentic about what they're trying to do 
are the best way to go. I mean, you know, I think gender equality is a massively powerful, has a massively powerful business case. I think it could be transformative to women all over the world to join a platform where they can see other role model, you know, other female role models. You might be in China you, and then see, oh, wow, look at this female lawyer, what she's doing in Britain. I'm going to join that platform. You know, I, I think it's better to be authentically who you are. And and I, I like you, I've spoken to some people who I know have a man fronting mm -hmm. uh, the business and a woman behind it. But I feel that it's my idea and I want to put it out there as my idea succeed or fail that's I just think you know that's the authentic authenticity really of it so I haven't people have said should you change the name but I like the name I think it's fun so I kind of go with it there's been a lot of backlash though hasn't it there's there's um, a few of these sort of uh, female only spaces that have opened so these work clubs like the wing in New York we've got yep. Albright here in London and they are getting a lot of pushback in terms of, you know, I guess the common question is, do we need these women-only spaces? Why shouldn't we be sort of involving men with us? What is your sort of um, answer back to that? Because some of our listeners might be thinking, I don't understand the reason for a, for a, a, an all-female spaces and all these all-female work clubs. Yeah. I mean, just to be clear, ours is gender equal. So it's it's 50% owned by a woman and 50% led. So you can be, a, we've got a husband and wife team there on, on there. They own a baby sling company. They're a husband and wife team. So they're a duo. It's about bringing that sort of gender equality into the business world. So you're running it as two bosses. So it's not a female only platform. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a, right. So it's it, equal balance. Yeah. So it's 50-50. Now we, we mainly have women on there um, because they're attracted to that. And, you know, we call ourselves, you know, feminist business people. We are not say business women. Um, in terms of the all female spaces, I've spent most of my career working mainly with men. So, you know, I'm very, very used to that. But it's the old adage about should we have all girls schools? It's the same thing, isn't it? The, the, you know, the stats show that girls actually perform academically much better in all girls schools. Now, should should that because, the, you know, they don't get that sort of pro problematic, you know, issues with confidence, etc. Um, should we have a, all girls schools? Really, we shouldn't need them. We shouldn't need single-sex schools. Should we need single-sex spaces? No, but there's a lot of evidence to show that it's very beneficial to women to have those spaces where you can really grow to a point where you are confident. Like I say, I, personally for myself, I'm at ease in anyone's company, but I do think there's value there. You started GenderBuzz two and a half years ago? Yep. What has changed since you started it and what would you like to see change in the next two and a half years? So the biggest change for me is um, Time's Up and Me Too. I mean, I've been banging on about gender equality for many years. And I think most people just yawned and thought that's never going to take off. You know, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a niche, you know, it's niche, gender equality, who cares? And kind of carried on. And I think with Me Too, people are starting to think, actually, is this good to live in a society where half the population does suffer from sexual harassment um, on a large scale, is that how we want to be as a society? Maybe these people, maybe these feminists are onto something. Maybe it is good to be gender equal. I think actually they did a survey in Britain, didn't they, that 
75% of people in households thought that gender equality was a good thing. Now, four years ago, people thought I was a bit nuts. But now I think it's it's much more mainstream. You've got, I mean, you've got Meghan Markle saying she's a feminist. I've just read that Prince Harry now identifies as a feminist. You know, you know it, it, it's much more in the mainstream. And I think it's, I associate it with a much more positive um, sort of vibe now than certainly four years ago. And what's your vision for Gender Buzz? Where do you see it being in sort of five, ten years' time? What's the big dream? I'd love to see it as a global platform for female entrepreneurs. I'd like to see it in every country as a place that's inspiring, um, a place where people, where women can, you know, find services they need, put their own services on there and create a female-led marketplace, a sort of buy and sell marketplace of services. Um, that's what I'd like. Ideally, you should be able to have your mobile phone and live anywhere in the world and say, oh, you know, actually, I need a female plumber. Hang on. I found one in the next village. I mean, that's what it's all about. Fabulous. Natasha, thank you so much. Thank Lovely. you. Natasha Stromberg from Gender Buzz. If people want to find it, where should they be looking? Uh, we're just on the internet, genderbuzz.com. All Beautiful. of our Twitter, Twitter handles the same, social media, across social media. Love that. Keep it simple. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. This has been Badass Women's Hours. Best bits. Uh, if you liked it, please do rate, review and subscribe us. We love that. Five stars. Um, or come chat to us on social media. You can find us at Badass Women's Hour HR, at Badass Women's Hour, or come talk to us individually. I'm at Harriet Minter. At Emma Sexton. And at Nat D. Campbell. And we'll be here again next week, same time, same place. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.